Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kids Matter Podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kidman, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, here's your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hello, Kids Matter, and welcome to episode 139 of the Kids Matter Podcast. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving full of gratitude and family and counting your blessings. Today we have our whole team, Ryan, Beth, Nicole, and me for the episode. Hello, everyone. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. So yeah, this is pretty exciting. The four of us together. Um, In fact, we were just together, weren't we, Nicole? We were. Yeah, we we came up to Indiana to see you guys and um, to record some master classes too. Yes. That was exciting. We well, brought in some well, mas- master teachers for some master oh, classes. Oh. <laughs> yep. I don't know about all that. <laughs> um, but no, it was good. Um, Corey, what did you talk about? I talked about the balancing act of Kidman because you know how hard it is sometimes to keep all those plates spinning and just juggling everything all at the same time and how sometimes like that ministry feeling versus that paperwork feeling, both of those kind of crowd each other out. And so we give some practical ways to just keep your priorities and feel like you're succeeding. Uh, And you recorded one too. What was yours about? I talked about uh, managing your time, uh, stewarding this precious gift that we have been given that is extremely limited and uh, how we can steward our time well in order to do more ministry and have margin to be creative, uh, margin to work on our top priorities. I love it. They, fun fact, Nicole didn't really want to record this, but she loves the Kidman community, so she dove in and made it happen. Oh, she did. Uh, she did. Ryan, you've done one. Beth, I did. I think you're up. Beth yeah, is- Beth, when's your, when's your master class? <laughs> She's got one in the works. I do, yes. So okay. soon. Soon, sometime. Are you ready to talk it? A talk about what I mean? Yeah. Well, Sneak peek? Yeah, so, yeah, two. One is like a spiritual checkup. Um for Kidman leaders and also volunteers just to, you know, kind of check in, see how we're doing, see areas that we maybe need to work on or um, help others in. And then the other would be thinking creatively. So how we can just um, sharpen our um, creative minds and be free to do that. Yeah, it's going to be good. And I, these master classes are so great. One of the things makes them great is, you know, in addition to the great content, they're all video based with notes, but they're free, right? So free is good. Free is good. And every month we release a new masterclass at kidmanacademy.com to bless you and help you. And you might be asking, how do I know when there's a new one every month? Good question, right? Yes. <laughs> good question. Yeah, I you up quite well. For yeah, that, you did. You did. Thank yep. you. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to stay in the know, we have this new thing going out, the Kids Matter newsletter. So if you don't want to miss what's been going on in the world of Kidmen, um, if you want to stay up to breast with what is happening in the I Love Kidmen Facebook group, or if you don't want to miss out on a masterclass that's being launched, you need to sign up for our newsletter. And you can do that at kidmannews.com. 
Now, we have to say before we pushed record on the podcast, I was getting some major heat because um, it was uh, well deserved heat. I yeah, say. all I said was, I wish we had a domain name because I've been telling people to get the newsletter, go to kidsmatter.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and push the button that says get our newsletter. And all I said was, don't you think we needed a domain? But he says that almost every single day of his life. So (laughs) go ahead, Nicole. I would like to say that Beth presented that without any hint of resentment. Like she She did. Like you said that new domain, like it was nothing. Yeah. I think she's used to seeing these 20 bucks a year domains hitting the credit card. She just is whatever. What's one more domain, (laughs) but go check out Kidmen news.com it's just there's not a whole lot there it's just a place where you can go to sign up to get the newsletter but we do we have been sending the newsletter on mondays and thursdays so every monday every thursday y'all responded to them really really well so go if you're not getting those why not go get signed up now we do have a sponsor for episode 139 of the kids matter podcast It is American Heritage Girls. American Heritage Girls is a Christian-based, you know, scouting, like Girl Scout type organization. And it's pretty fascinating. More than 52,000 members with troops, you know, or people in all 50 states. It's a great organization. They were at the Kids Matter Conference this fall. You know, you see them in Kids Matter Magazine. They really are doing some great kingdom work. And the cool thing is, is that they can partner with your church in reaching the girls of your community. So go check out AmericanHeritageGirls.org, AmericanHeritageGirls.org. When you're on the website, you can learn more about their history, their mission, you know, what, what do the pro, what's the program look like? They have a blog, they have events, and you can learn about how they can partner with you in your church. So I want to thank American Heritage Girls for being the sponsor of episode 139, Kids Matter podcast. Brian, I'm excited about them being our sponsor because like they are so committed to empowering, inspiring young minds which is what we are all about. And so just hand in hand, great vision. Uh, I love it. Now today, Ryan, uh, you recorded an episode that might reminisce a little bit about our sponsor. And so I'd love for you to introduce and let us know who you talked to and what you talked about. Definitely. Yeah. So we're going to transition now to an interview that I had a few weeks ago with Patty Garibake. Patty is the founder of American Heritage Girls, the sponsor of today's episode. She's been to the Kids Matter Conference and has spoke. Beth and I have hung out with Patty at some other ministry events. She's a visionary leader with a real heart for the church and a heart for girls. Recently, it's been a few years ago, she wrote a book titled, Why Would You Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle? And we talked about that book and just... The fact that we all recognize we live in a dark world, a world that is searching for answers and hope, often in the wrong places. And as Christ followers, as church leaders, we can light the candle and make a difference. 
And it was a fascinating conversation. We also talked a little bit about American Heritage Girls and the history of the organization, as well as the vision for the future. And I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. So with no further ado, um, here is my conversation with Patty Garibay, the founder of American Heritage Girls, about the importance of lighting our candle in this world that God has called us to live in. Hey, Patty, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Ryan. It's good to be here. Yeah, so blessed to see you. I know we were together at the Kids Matter Conference recently, and our paths cross here and there. We were together at a, what, a Samaritan's Purse event a few months yeah. back. And we are so blessed to have you on the Kids Matter podcast. Thank you for everything that you and your organization are doing to come alongside the church and children's ministry leaders. I don't want to assume everybody knows who you are, Patty. I know I did a bit of a, an intro earlier, but would you take a minute and just tell us about your your family, your ministry journey, and what your day-to-day work looks like? Absolutely. Well, you know, I am a follower of Christ, first and foremost. Um, yes. Second to that, I am a wife to my husband of 44 oh. years, and oh, his name congrats. is Pat, and we have four children, and we've been blessed with 11 grandchildren um, from those four children, oh, and um, I have just loved working with kids since day one. You know, even when I was a teenager, I loved to babysit and so forth, but I was I was called into teaching, and so my background is education, secondary education, actually, and majoring in French, so um, my parlez-vous français, you know, that came in pretty yep, handy yep. there for a while. But then once I started having children, that was pretty early in our marriage, it was really uh, important for me to stay home with my kids. And that's what I wanted to do. And I was taking on a lot of volunteer opportunities during that time of raising those four kids. And one of them was a children's pastor. So I get your audience so well and and all the travias of being a children's pastor, but also the blessings of being a children's pastor. And then I also was very involved in the Girl Scouts USA. That was another way for me to minister to girls in particular particular and to kids specifically. Um, so I, I enjoyed those days very much being with the kids and doing all that kind of stuff that we, we did. And um, I came to a moral crossroads as a lot of us as parents do is when your kids are in something that you're like, is this really what I thought it was or has it changed or whatever. And we got to do that once in a while and look back and not yeah. just trust tradition. And so that's what happened to, to myself, Ryan. I, I started to find out information about the Girl Scouts. And at that time, I was leading three Girl Scout troops. And I was really concerned about what was going on, especially from a Christian mother's perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm giving all this time and all this energy and really all my heart and soul into something that no longer represented my Christian values. And so sometimes we say, well, our troop will be different and we'll do it differently. But then, you know, my husband had me come to this aha moment as really, can you serve two masters? And the answer is we cannot. Yeah. Um, if things are not aligned with our Christian faith and our values, it's, it's time to move on. It's time to either do something about it or to move away. And so I did something about it. I first tried to make changes within the Girl Scouts, and that was to no avail. And I gave that a good solid two years of hard effort. And then I felt the Lord calling me to start something new. Now, Ryan, if if you probably would know now where you stand back in the day when you started Kids Matter, you'd probably say, oh, Lord, that's too much for me, right? I feel that way about HG. There is no way I would have said yes to the Lord if he 
would have shown me what it would look like 28 years later. (laughs) So I'm grateful for that ignorance, right? When we say yes, we're just saying yes to God and he brings us along very lovingly and faithfully. And that's really how American Heritage Girls got started. It was to be an alternative to the Girl Scouts for my daughter that still proclaimed the glory of the Lord, yet still did a lot of the scouting activities such as badges, life skills, camping, leadership, volunteer sir you know all those things that we love about scout type groups but we have the holy spirit very much infused throughout the program i love that i love that so it's been 28 years yes how neat has and how does how does american heritage girls look different today than it did 28 years ago <laughs> well there's a whole lot of girls and over yes. 500 thousand girls have been through the program in 28 years and that sort of blows your mind when you look at that and and that's we're able to see that through data records and we're like whoa that's crazy and now the fruits of our efforts you know is to is to go around the different cities and states visiting and and finding out that so-and-so was an alumna of HG so-and-so you know and now I'm doing this now so we're seeing fruits in our own lifetime which I believe I'm very undeserving to even see Um, I think just following the Lord and what he calls us to is enough enough, but to see fruits, that's sort of like the bonus points, isn't it? To be able to see how that goes. Exactly. So American Heritage Girls, we are also starting to tackle some tough topics, Ryan, that I know children's pastors everywhere are having to deal with the culture yeah. and what's going on. And so we have also created a sub brand called Raising Godly Girls. And that is a, a, a minute that is on 1200 different radio stations across the country, as well as a blog that goes in depth into issues that are confronting today's girls, issues such as loneliness and anxiety, um, identity, and of course, the importance of a biblical worldview in order to combat all this stuff. So we're really taking it seriously. It's it's more than just activities for girls. It's also the philosophy and a mindset that we all need to have as Christians. Yeah. And boy, today's kids, I mean, kids have always needed help, but boy, they are these boys and girls today. I mean, really are facing an identity crisis, aren't they? And really looking around, trying to figure out who they are. And as parents and church leaders, we have a responsibility to remind them that they find their identity from the one who created them, right? And what the Bible has to say about them. And I love that, that you're passionate about coming alongside parents and churches and helping with this. I want to loop back, Patty, in a few minutes to American Heritage Girls and and how you serve the church and what we can do. Cause we have so many kids, pastors and kidmen leaders that are listening to the podcast, but you also have a book that you released a few years ago that I love the title. Um, Why curse the darkness when you can light a candle. We tell us about that book. I first, I well, first and foremost, I love the title and I 100% agree that yeah, I don't, you know, we could just go around cursing the darkness, but God's told us that we can shine a light. Why did you write this book and tell us kind of your heart behind it? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like most books, I never wanted to write it. I never dreamt of being an author. That was not my thing. But the Lord reminded me of Psalm 78, 6, where we should write it down so the next generation would know. Yeah. And um, I wanted to share my story of transformation, my personal story of transformation um, to not to um, edify myself by any means, but rather edify the Lord that changed me. And so um, I was a young girl. And I think why we have passion so often in in children's ministry is because maybe we knew it could be done better. Um, We may have been able to know the Lord earlier. Um, You know, we've 
we have a lot of skin knees in our lives and that gives us fire in our belly and passion to be motivated to continue the hard work that we do as children's pastors. But for me, I, um, I, I really didn't know. I, I had a very moral relativistic um, upbringing. I was raised by an alcoholic mom and a disabled dad. Uh, my dad was a pillar of strength, although he could not walk and he was bedridden. And it was really his quote that named this book. He asked me, why do you continue almost a Habakkuk moment. Why do you continue to rail against what's going on in the Girl Scouts? Why don't you start something new? You can do this. And I knew I couldn't do it, but I knew through the power of my Heavenly Father, I could. And so that encouragement helped me. But oh, I was a hot mess as a kid and a young adult. I did not. I mean, there were times, Ryan, when I was an existentialist. I mean, I was far from the Lord. I didn't, I wasn't one of those kids that were blessed to be saved at age eight. That was not me. But yet the Lord still uses us. He uses hot messes when we can get up and to put our eyes on him and to trust him. You know, I I often thought, Lord, you know, how can I speak about purity when I had an unplanned pregnancy in college? How can I talk about that? And that's what the Lord does. He heals us and he allows us to use our testimony to be able to bring us in full full communion with him. And that's why I wrote the book. It was something that I had hid for so long about that, that what I considered a big sin in my life, you know, and, and that I, I was trying to hide it. And the Lord said, no, share it and tell others what I did through you. And so that's why I felt it was an act of obedience, this book. It truly was. And also COVID sort of allowed us to do those big projects that we really didn't want to get to, but we got around to it because we have plenty of time on our hands. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so, you know, once you, once somebody buys the book, what's your hope that their big takeaway will be? I hope that if there is a calling on their lives, and I believe there's a calling on each person's life of some yeah. sort that the Lord wants us to do, that you will say yes instead of all the reasons to say no. Yes. Because like I said, I had every reason. I was a mother of four, very busy. My husband was, you know, off it, traveling internationally. I had no time for this, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I had to make time for this because the Lord called me to do it. And just saying yes and no in the hope of the Lord that he will, he does not call you know those that are equipped he equips the called we know that it's maybe an overused adage but right i know in my own life it's so true he brought the resource that was necessary if it's of him it's going to become something and so that was always my prayer is to just do that next step that he would want me to do people often say how big do you want american heritage girls to be and i said as big as the lord wants it to be because it's his anyway that's right And right, doesn't that feel good at the end of the day where you can lay it at the foot of the cross and it's like, I've done all I can today, Father. May glory be to you and whatever you want me to do tomorrow, let me know. (laughs) That's true. Isn't that true? Yeah. Well, go check out Patty's book, Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. Patty, I know you have a website for that. Is that the best place to get the book? It is whitecursethedarkness.com. I do I do sign copies, but also Amazon has it. You know, any books, any book place has okay. the book okay. as well. So whatever's easier. I just I think the key thing is we need more reapers of the harvest. And I pray yeah. that this maybe brings a couple to the harvest. I love it. And I believe it will. So Patty, in our last few minutes, let's loop back to American Heritage Girls and talk to you. You've got kids pastors, children's ministry directors listening to the podcast. What do you want them to know about your ministry and how can you serve them? 
I want them to know that American Heritage Girls is here for them. And we also partner with a boys organization that we helped to start, Trail Life USA. So if you would like a family ministry at your church that not, not only involves mom, but dad too, the entire family can come together brothers and sisters together in one area in one space it brings young families into your church which is what so many of us need so many denominations in particular are aging and how are they going to get new young families this is one beautiful way because what's happening here is transformation and it's transformation we have a tagline called faith service and fun and if it's not fun and you know this of children's church you know i used to run children's church if it was not fun they weren't going to come they were going to not want to be there, but yet it can't be all fun. There's got to be the measure of truth and the modeling that is done within the volunteers. And also what happens to volunteers through this ministry is they grow in their faith. Because I'll tell you, when we know little ones are watching us, we're only going to step up to the plate and we're going to grow in our relationship with the Lord. So this, this is an organization, a ministry that comes alongside the church. The church owns and operates it. They approve the volunteers. They approve the ability to to do whatever is necessary they also can have service from that same troop so there's a lot of blessings that abound and to learn more about how to charter a troop in your um church is easy to do americanheritagegirls.org and you can click on start a troop if you'd like to see one in action already you can pop your zip code into the zip code finder and you can find a troop near you to see how you can bring this ministry into your church to grow in discipleship i mean this is this is doing life together it's not just the one time sunday and then we put it back on the shelf until next sunday this is a midweek kind of program where you're actually like doing weekend campouts and all kinds of cool things that you're doing life together and that's really lifestyle evangelism what we're all wanting I love it. Go check out Kidman Community, AmericanHeritageGirls.org, AmericanHeritageGirls.org. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes as well as the link to um, Patty's book. Patty, thank you so much. You're such a blessing to so many. We're so grateful for you and your organization and for everything that you're doing. The tens and thousands of, of young lives are being touched. Keep up the great work. Uh, Thank you, Ryan. And you the same. There is nothing more important. Kids do matter. Thanks so much, They do, don't they? Yes, they do. Well, thanks so much, Patty. (laughs) All right. God bless. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.